The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome back to Beautiful Disasters. This is uh, our first episode recorded in 2019. That's right. Happy 2019. Indeed. <laughs> this, this is our yeah, bro. This is our this is our 12th, I believe. That's right. I think so. Yes. Anyway, uh, for everyone out there, uh, we thank you for those that have been listening over the past year. It's been fun, you know, both doing the podcast and having film screenings. For anybody who is just joining us. This whole podcast is about watching like some fucking crazy ass movie that maybe uh, people know about or maybe not. Yeah, and... I don't think we have one specific type. It can be sometimes really amazingly awesome yeah. shitty movies, sometimes just a shitty movie that we personally enjoy. Uh, yeah, just a broad range of different style movies. Most of the time, yeah, uh, yeah, we've done contemporary. Yeah. yeah, we've done 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 uh, pretty contemporary stuff. Uh, we've done. Older stuff from the 70s and 80s. But I think this might be our first spoof movie. Yeah. Mm, anyway, yeah. yeah. We just shoot the shit afterwards and have a bunch of fun. Uh, this is the Groots. Fuck you, Hunter. And Lowdown. our guest today, Lowdown. Right? Yeah. Lowdown Brown. I'm here. <laughs> we dragged you out for another episode, so. I mean, you have to drag me out. Uh, this is my movie, and that it's fucking true. awesome. <laughs> it is. For shit. This movie's amazing. We had a different selection to go through, and we decided on this one, which is part of uh, Lowdown's collection. Now, is this the first time you had actually seen your own movie? That's the first time I saw it all the way through. I had previously started watching it one night. Because um, I bought a bunch of movies at a, at a con, and I was weeding my way through, and I ended up falling asleep. Not because the movie was bad, but because, you know, when you put on a movie at one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, you're not guaranteed to finish it. That's yeah. just how that works. That's true. Um, especially when you get old, like all of us. So, um, But you had said, like, trailers, like, we were kind of trying to figure out what to watch. Yeah. And I know you said trailers, and I'll be honest, all the trailers were really good, but for some reason, this one kind of jumped out at me as being maybe a little more ridiculous than the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is, uh, you know, a lot of pretty much everything we do is is genre movies of some form, but this is a is a true send up. It, it is a spoof. <laughs> I mean, the basic gist of this movie is that it's a it's a the third of a of a series of films. But there are a series of films, yeah, though. But there isn't. It's the third one, but like there there's no one and two, but they reference one and two. At the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And they show you clips, kind of like the Friday 13th movies would do, where yeah. when you started up, you'd be like, well, what previously happened and these right. other movies was pretty much the, is what this movie did, where it's like, let's show you the kills and then get you up to date. So, previously on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, but seriously, I remember as a kid watching the Friday 13th movies, yeah. and like, I'll be honest, I didn't watch them all in order. So I watched part four first, and... Then saw all the kills that happened in the prior movies. I was like, well, once I finish this one, I'm going to go back and see the dude get macheted in the face in the wheelchair and go downstairs. I was actually going to reference that. That's like the most memorable 
previous death shot that they used after because that happened in the second one. I think it's yeah. the second one. Yeah, it happened in the second one. So it was it was pre on the third and the fourth, and it was like I just remember like constantly seeing that until I finally saw the second one. I'm That's like, what I'm saying. Like I need to kid. see that fucking. So death scene. I appreciate the movie we watched tonight. Took that and went, yeah, kind of like those movies. Here's what happened in the previous ones that never actually fucking existed. So we are talking about Dude Bro Party Massacre Three. Yes, God damn. It's it literally is. Uh, we can people can use this phrase all the time or this descriptor, but it literally is the ultimate send up spoof to a slasher film. Like one hundred percent. Like absolutely. You know. All the ones that try to take themselves seriously, like Scary Movie and shit yeah, like yeah. that, don't hold a candle to not mm. only authenticity of this, but, I mean, the basic gist is that this was a lost movie. Like, this is what they want you to believe. Oh, yeah. They, they this is off. a lost movie that was banned and destroyed, and somebody somewhere had recorded some, it some kid off at of midnight. TV on VHS. <laughs> So during the movie, you get like, we'll be right back and little snippets of like commercials and you like, and only parts because the kid's like trying to cut them out. Yeah. <laughs> These awesome fake ass commercials. Fucking badass. Honestly, this kind of felt like, it felt like such an authentic experience. It kind of reminded me in a sense of like watching Grindhouse in the theater. Yeah. Mm, yeah. When it had like all the, you know, fake trailers and stuff like that. Like this, even though this was ridiculously absurd Ugh. it still kind of transported you back to that kid with the vcr it like, did yeah yeah like me watching like vhs movies in my buddy jesse's basement you know just like fucking <laughs> hanging out mm -hmm. watching shit like crystal force or whatever kind of crap movies that don't even exist anymore but yes this movie came out in 2015 i think that's probably one of our more modern ones right at uh right behind uh Mom yeah. and Dad. But it, done like an 80s movie. Yeah. It's like, done like an 80s movie. I swear to God, it's shot on video. Yeah. It has to be. Which is weird that we watched an actual movie shot on video as our last one. And here, this one was purposely shot on video to give it the 80s feel as opposed to the last movie that was just the cheapest fucking budget. So they had to film it on goddamn video. <laughs> right. Day. With one camera. Goddamn. Oh, that's Using... horrible. Using, oh, man. <laughs> using the actual microphone on the camera, and that's it. Oh, there was no boom. There was no oh, different dude. angle. Anyway, so y'all can listen to that podcast because that movie is... That's a, that's a schlock boost that happened to all of us watching that shit. Indeed, and that is also a beautiful Disasters exclusive because nobody has fucking seen that last <laughs> and, movie. And nobody should. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Oh. But... So, Let's go back into the better movie that we watched tonight. So Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 is, I don't know, it's like Animal House meets it just Slumber kind of, Party Massacre. Yeah, it's kind of joke, picking on like the college frat boy slash murder, almost like Slumber Party Massacre, except take all the sorority girls and just put bros in there. Right. Or bros. Um, and like we said, it's definitely a set up to the 80s slasher, which, I mean, the Summer Party Massacres were part of that, but it definitely, I mean, it, it takes them on this one, apparently the third one, and secludes them in a cabin in the woods. So there you've got the Friday 13th factor going all day uh, on that aspect. I mean, right, they're not in their sorority house on sorority, uh, I mean, fraternity house on fraternity row. They're now in a 
secluded area that was flooded by them apparently in the previous movie God damn because it. this fraternity has their pranks every year. And that, that is where kind of the animal house factor yeah. comes in. It's like they talk about their yearly pranks so that apparently kills thousands of people in their pranks, but yeah. the town still just lets them get away yeah. with it. Like yeah. they, they literally blew up a dam and flooded the town. It was called old, uh, oh, it had something to do with being dry. It was like old Plains town or something. Yeah. And now it's like Lake town. <laughs> and then what, what was the other one? Um, they helped stop a war by killing a dictator or some shit. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's so fucking ridiculous. This movie, it kind of felt like the angle they were going was like a naked gun. Something mm. where it was like, it was like a joke in every freaking scene. But, of course, the jokes were extremely gory or, like, just absurd. Like There's were... some great deaths in this. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. And I'm, that's where I was going to jump into is that we have our previously on the other movies. They show you some of the quick deaths before they get to the main story. And you get a quick cameo in one of the deaths. Right. Which is a uh, talk show host that uh, we don't see any. We haven't seen in a while. Uh, <laughs> fucking... Larry King shows up briefly as was he like a gym, coach? Yeah, gym, a coach. yeah, coach, and gets fucking impaled. And then um, <laughs> my favorite is they show this dude who's about to fucking throw up in the toilet, and the killer comes up behind him and slits his throat. And so not only is there blood gushing out, but the throw up is coming out of his fucking up. neck. <laughs> Holy shit! Yes, I love that. Fuck yes, yes. yes. This movie was made by fans. Oh, yeah. Fans of this genre, and they wanted to make it so ridiculous, so they went to all these extremes, and we'll, we'll get to some of the kills later, but holy fuck, they're kills phenomenal. Kills and cameos. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I mean, let's go into the writing. Like, they, they, they knew with a name like Dude Bro Party Massacre. Like, they're just fucking around. Exactly. And I mean, you literally get the extreme of a bro. Like, you know, you're in a fraternity, and you're just, you know, all about the drinking and... It's like they didn't even like care about women. It was just like they wanted to just like drink and yeah. have a bro party. Yeah. Like that's all they wanted. Like and it was it was weird, like on that aspect. I'm like, nah, dude, college, like, <laughs> nah, some women around. Well that one you know? dude, I don't I don't remember all their names. But I remember the one dude was like, Man, I am just I don't want to lose my virginity, man. <laughs> yeah, like, I, it's I'm like not the ready total to be a, opposite like, of, of like a frat dude. He's like, yeah. I'm not ready to be a dad. Yeah. Like you don't know. You don't have to be a dad. It goes on to the scene where, like, actually his death scene, and he's like, I think those holes you poked in the condom aren't uh, aren't vending enough. Like, I'm still feeling smothered. I'm like, what the fuck? Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, it, everything about this movie is so over the top. Yeah, you're right. This time they end up that they're they're out at the fucking lake. Yeah, having their Dubro party, lake party, whatever. Well, I guess let's start <laughs> off where the main... Uh, I guess what we set up as the main character at the beginning is telling us about the Dude Bro Party Massacres 1 and 2, and that's where we get all the flashbacks, and we realize he's talking to a shrink, and he gets to the point where he's talking about his twin brother, mm -hmm. and then the shrink throws on the mask of the main killer, which, what's the main killer's Motherface. name? Motherface. Motherface. <laughs> <laughs> and slits his throat, and that's how we start. Part three. Yeah, so basically, when he's telling the story of the first two massacres, um, it's Motherface, who was the dorm mother? 
guess? Yeah. Is, is that what it was? And they, like, started a fire in the house, and, like, she got burnt really bad, so she's, like, all fucked up, and she wears, like, a wig because all her hair's burnt off, and all this fucking weird shit. And then, she couldn't read or something. There was something. Oh, she about couldn't it. open a door. She never learned how to. She never <laughs> learned how to open a door. So she burnt to death. She like burnt to, like almost to death. Like that's fucking ridiculous. We didn't know she couldn't open doors. <laughs> she never learned how. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so that's what happened in the first one. And the second one is the daughter comes in and tries to take revenge for uh, her mother's death. And then yeah, like as as Hunter said, when it's when the third one when this movie started. He's re- telling about uh, telling the therapist about these, you know, one and two, and then all of a sudden she puts a mask on and slits his throat with scissors. And that's all you know at that point. Like, okay, well, why is this person donning mother face and, you know, murdering the fucker? And then you find out that the twin brother switches colleges, because they went to two separate colleges, um, just to find out who killed his brother. <laughs> and that sets up the whole story. Well, we learned he's a cool dude in the beginning because he's skateboarding and just doing ollies over like two different couples. Oh, yeah, like, he does ollie over what's his face, the kid from Freaks and Geeks. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does the ollie over the kid from Freaks and Geeks. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, and then he goes to pledge to the fraternity, and then you get introduced to all these crazy characters. You definitely get a Belushi ripoff with a uh, Turbo. Turbo. Turbo yeah, is his yeah. name. He's the crazy one. Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely excited about one of the people in there, which was one of my obviously my favorite shitty movies of all time, The Room. God damn it, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, Greg Sestero. Yeah, Greg Sestero shows up Mm -hmm. as one of the uh, frat brothers, and I was very fucking happy to see that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, let's just throw a random dude from The Room into this. There you go. Yep. And during all this, as as they're as they're deciding, or they're not really deciding. They're they're told to go to this lake because of this year's prank. Because of this year's prank. They killed a. They they had made a plane land in an orf, onto an orphanage. <laughs> yeah. And killed all the fucking oh, people. Oh what in a the prank! Jets. Yeah. Two seven forty sevens collided onto an <laughs> orphanage. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> but they're only suspended. <laughs> they're only suspended. Yeah. Like... No law enforcement. Nothing. <laughs> Get off of campus. Jesus Christ. So they're off to the lake <laughs> lake house. Now there's a B plot going on. With the local police. If you can explain this B-plot. No, I'm not even going to try. All I know is that the chief of police is Patton Oswalt. Fuck yeah, it is. All right? Yeah. And he's got, like, this quasi-hot deputy and then this really goofy, moronic, white dude, virgin deputy. Oh, man. And somehow, he convinces them to go off to stop the dude bros... From having from having their party, but yeah. the real goal is they need to sacrifice the virgin cop for to stop Motherface to stop Motherface. Yeah, that was their and the there was a bag of oranges I'm, thing involved in I'm, there. I'm glad you guys are paying attention because that part lost. I got lost by that. Patton Oswald he played the chief, so the chief tricked the virgin cop to go on this mission because he told them he told the virgin cop that. The dude bro fraternity were secretly all bags of oranges. Yes. And that's why there was an orange shortage yes. in the town. Yeah. I, I don't even know what to say about that. Listen, you guys. <laughs> you don't need to know this. This yeah. is not important. It's, it's funny as shit. Yeah. And it's stupid as shit. Yes. Oh. And it doesn't matter to this actual plot of the 
whatever plot there is for this movie. It's just there. <laughs> it's just there. It's just there. And you deal with it. <laughs> so yeah. then we cut to uh, Duke Bros. They're in their Winnebago, hanging there, and they're playing a kick-ass rock song. <laughs> and we figured out that the lyrics of the rock song are, nobody is going to die. Over and over again, like nobody's gonna die, yeah, and they're like yeah. jamming out to it. Yeah. Ironically, right before they go to the cabin, in which they'll probably be murdered. So they'll probably mm-hmm. be murdered. <laughs> and I don't even remember. The, I only wrote down one quote, and it happened early. And I think it was during the montage of what happened in the first two movies. But they set. I think it was the second mother face on fire. <laughs> yeah, dude, I wrote that shit. And dude too. says. Looks like your flame retarded. <laughs> yeah, because they set it on fire. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. There are so many, like, one-liners terrible. Or, or, or quips or yeah. whatever. Just shit that comes out of these guys' mouths. That's just fucking hilarious. So, they get to the town... That they flooded, which is where the old fraternity house, which is a cabin, is located. And you come across the dude who now owns a, who had, always had a paddle boat business. But because they flooded the town, now it's booming because you have a paddle boat to get yeah, around because to. the town yeah. flooded. So he, they arrive at the paddle boat business and he is like crouched in front of his family's tombstones because they died in the flood that they caused. And he's like crying and sobbing. And like, then he turns around and he sees them, and he's just like, he's like, oh, look at the dude bros. <laughs> I love you guys. And then he asks him to uh, hold on, stand over next to my dead family so I can take a photo. <laughs> he's like, and has a pose next to the tombstones <laughs> of his dead family. He's so sad, but he's so happy to yeah, have a business. Is. And he's like, he's like, no, go ahead, put your armor on my dead wife. And he just like <laughs> hugged the tombstone, and they're like, let's do a funny photo. And so. The, the main character, the brother who's trying to find out who killed his his twin brother, starts humping the tombstone, and he's like, "Oh, oh, that's my that's my that's my child's like sixteen month year old, sixteen month old." Oh, oh my god, I can't. So they get the paddle boats, and they take the paddle boats across the water to the cabin, right? And that's pretty much you kind of hold off there a little bit, and then you kind of go back to uh, oh, they couldn't take the dude in the wheelchair. One of the guys is in the wheelchair. Yeah, the, the pound, <laughs> they didn't have handicapped. Oh, they did. It was 20 miles away. Yeah, they didn't have that, that location. He had to go 20 miles away for the handicapped accessible paddle boats. And to be honest, like, the cripple humor is the lightest fair humor in this movie. It really is, like, which says a lot about this movie. And, oh, my God. And then what was, oh, so um, you see him struggling, like, trying to get to that handicapped paddle boat, and... They kind of pan away from him because he hits another stream of water where he thought the paddle boat was supposed to be, and he, that kind of like ended that scene. And then you see the guy who owns the paddle boat, which uh, just on the paddle boat in the water, just whistling and, and it's, singing. And it sets you up. And I actually, I think it was the burning, or there's a movie where the killer has a bow and arrow, and there's somebody out on the boat, and the killer. I think it is the burning. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the killer is about to kill them with the bow and arrow, and so you see Motherface out in the woods. And there's the paddle boat guy in his paddle boat, and she's about to fucking kill him. Except he beats her to the punch, and right as she pulls the arrow back, he fucking pulls the gun out and just fucking blows his head off in the middle <laughs> of the <laughs> lake with the fucking paddle boat. Oh and you're like, God. I don't know what the fuck just happened here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, dude, that, that was one of those shocking. Yeah. I, I, dude, 
Because it sets you up like, oh, she's going to fucking murder him, and mm-hmm. that's going to be her first kill here. No, nope, no, nope, he beat her. He's like, fuck you, I'm just shooting myself in the head. I'm mm-hmm. sad about my dead family, my booming paddleboat business. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then it kind of just moves to them, like, it's just doing a bunch of dumb shit, and, like, the dialogue is clearly terrible, it's funny, but it's ridiculous, and... Well, because we get a flashback to the cops that are on a mission, in which they're in the Virgin Cops... Bang Van. Bang Van, which he describes about when he discovered books, that there was a huge bang that happened to him, and so he wants to share that with all the kids by... Starting his own mobile uh, library. Yeah, mobile library. Except he wants to call it uh, the the bang bus. He wants little kids to keep coming into his bang bus. He wants to bang all the kids. Bang all the kids. And you're just like, why? Oh, why is this going on? Let's let's not forget the little side thing where he sees some dad shaking his kid. Yeah. And then like they stop. And he tells the kid to read the Grapes of Wrath and run away and live his life. Just read the fucking book. I don't, I, okay. Oh. And then he just well, the runs dad, over the dad. The dad was mad at the kid because he's like, look at you. You're wearing, you're all dressed up with a tie. Like, you think you got a job. But he's talking. If you pick up on it, the dad's shit-talking his son because his son is dressed up. Which, again, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But, yeah, Virgin Cop stops, fucking pushes the dad away, gives the kid the Grapes of Wrath, tells him to run along, and then proceeds to back into the kid's dad and just drag him drag him rest of the way till they realize what miles and miles from while when the the the, uh bang bus starts acting up they get out and realize that they've been dragging a dead body for miles and miles Mm -hmm. guts everywhere (laughs) gotta clean the dad off the car he says why does it not have to be why does it? Why does it not have to be a person anymore? As you describe it, what's left of the dad that's under the bang bus? He's upset oh that there's god. just little pieces of this dad left. Oh my it, god! This movie is rich with content. Mm. Uh, yeah. So the dude bros are at the cabin on the lake, and there's a short montage where they're cleaning it up, which is amusing, mm-hmm. you know. But they meet. Oh yeah. They meet. One of their long-lost, possibly Canadian <laughs> brothers. Rip, rip, uh, Ripstick. 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 Played by none other than Andrew W.K., <laughs> who is talking about, he said something about, like, uh, one of their pranks, which took him to the war. It's like, but you never forget. Yeah, several of the frat, <laughs> several of the frat bros have, like, war flashbacks talking about one of their pranks where you hear, like, ammunition going off and they go into kind of and that happens with ripstick and one yeah. of the other guys yeah the guy who made the robot of himself that guy too yeah. oh yeah right yeah, him. just random cameos in this yeah the good ones like, yeah i would they... not i would not expect like pat oswald kind of see but when andrew w chaos fucking larry king what would you expect to see him in this movie yeah like <laughs> jesus right. christ so yeah so so i mean they they fix the place up Meanwhile, there's the one dude who is obviously the king alcoholic of all of them. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. During the who, montage? Who, during the montage, is hiding beers, <laughs> burying them in the ground, and then digging them back up at presumably a, a later time, maybe 10 minutes later. <laughs> like, oh, I got to get this beer. And, uh, and he has a sweet mullet. Let's not forget to mention the Oh, yeah. Sweet no, he does mullet, have yeah. a sweet mullet. Because it is does. taking place in the 80s. But yes. he does consume 
a lot of brew, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he kills a keg. He kills, like, what is there, like, I don't know, 200 cans in the kitchen that he's surrounded by. Like, so, they uh, overemphasize this dude loves his fucking beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't, he was the, so the first death happened because they lost power. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so after all the montage and after Riptide, you, know, like you see Ripstick and you see him, that's it. They introduce him, like, I thought he was dead, and he's not, and then he does, he's gone. Like, that's it. Cameo, baby. Yeah. There's several yeah. characters that kind of are there, and then are gone, and then there again, and, and kind of, like, don't worry about it. Just well, don't think too you know, hard. I mean, Larry King and Andrew W.K., they're busy motherfuckers. They, they were like, yeah, you want to be in our movie? Yeah, we'll just shoot a scene with you whenever you can. Patton Oswalt probably spent two or three days on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> with all his scenes and shit. Mm-hmm. So he was committed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But and then, um, so... First death we have... We got a face shoved into a fuse box. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, your dude from the room. Yep. Yeah. Perishes. Yeah. Yep. He hated tools, and that's how he died. Because of his dad. Yeah. He hated tools because of his dad. Yeah. That was that. And it makes all the sense. All the sense. But... <laughs> that, that, yeah. All right. But it's the next death that was... Pretty fucking awesome, which is our mullet drunk. That yes. Oh yeah. He he's he's upset because there's no fucking beer. He it's his fucking... worst nightmare. God, no no beer, bro. Fuck you, tree. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he's cussing out trees. He's so fucking angry. <laughs> and he's running through the woods, and then he sees like on the top of a hill, like and it's this keg, and it's like shimmering, like it's like been sent from heaven for him. <laughs> so he fucking runs over there, and he's hugging it. And he realizes, and there's a fucking red solo cup on top, and realizes, oh fuck, there's no, there's no way to fucking. Uh, Where's the tap? tap? Yeah. Where's the tap? And then all of a sudden, right in his fucking head comes Motherface with a fucking tap, the fucking right in his fucking uh, top of his skull, and just starts <laughs> pumping that shit, and then. Filling the solo cup up with his fucking blood and making him drink it, which is not really sure. Like, he thought it was beer for a second. Like, I know this is probably my head, but it might be beer, so fucking I'm going to hey, start drinking it. alcoholism is a serious, serious <laughs> mental affliction, Well, man. maybe he was baking on that there's got to be some alcohol <laughs> in his blood, so, you know, fuck it. If you're going to go out, at least get a last little buzz going on, man. And then, yeah, he messes the drink, that shit, and then, <laughs> that, oh my god. Oh, what did, he, what did she say? She, cause she, mother, motherface had one-liners and something I'm, about a lot of head. Oh no, no, she oh. said, oh, it's, all it's, "It's all head." It's all head. It's all head. <laughs> oh, God damn it! That's so right. Because when that part happened, I went, "Did that fucking really that happen?" That did. It was awesome. Oh, oh my it's god! It's all head. And then, oh, we had that ridiculous death scene that actually was happened from our main character because he found one of the other uh, bros in the attic, which had all the clues for. The killer, which he was looking for. Which right? I feel like they were setting you up for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he finds all these clues for the killer um, that he doesn't adhere, that he doesn't really click with. And all of a sudden, there's like one of the frat bros in a chair in the attic. And they were like, they ended up having like this weird dance party thing in the attic. It was really weird. Kind of a uh, dirty dancing montage yeah. almost. Yeah. Because he went to do the jump and the catch. Yeah, and that's and what he... I'm saying. It was literally the scene from Dirty Dancing when they run and he Patrick Swayze catches the chick, except he fails and <laughs> drops the dude and breaks his fucking neck. So you think this character's done, right? <laughs> and then lo and behold, the next scene in the, in the fraternity house, uh, they're all in the kitchen, and like that dude just walks into the kitchen. You're like, what the fuck? 
He just I, broke his neck. I thought legitimately it was like just a, a, a like an intentional General fuck up, intentional fuck up on the filmmaker's part because continuity errors are so rife in a lot of these really shitty yeah. direct to video mm-hmm. slashers. But no, well, then it actually gets explained later. Which <laughs> I'm is like, awesome. oh, <laughs> yes. Later we get we found out that he just made a robot version of himself in preparation for Motherface coming back because he had survived the last two. He made a plan. He had a plan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. God, mm. you know, there's so many good deaths. I don't even know if we should go through all of them. Because no, I, I, I feel like people should see this. They need to. They need to. Yes. Like, this is... <laughs> anyone who loves genre flicks and loves, like, slasher flicks, this is the funniest goddamn spoof movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't think I've laughed this hard... Seriously. ...in a while no, at a it's movie. It's so absurd. Just the fucking commercials alone. I just want to see a supercut of all those like little yeah. commercial snippets. And they, they would set you up too, and they they would start, and then you're like, wait, 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 and they would go right back to the movie, and you're almost like, could I get any more of that fucking commercial? Well, like what was brilliant about them is that it started a commercial, and then it skipped to the ending of another commercial because presumably the kid who recorded this off TV was 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 skipping commercials, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you get this weird like blend of shit. Like, what was the one where, like, a guy is like, what am I going to do? And it's like, vagina cleaners or some <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's called the wall cleaner. And it was a vagina cleaner. <laughs> the wall cleaner. It's what like, the fuck? What the shit? <laughs> or, like, a dude he's driving. Oh, shit, I forgot my keys. As he's driving his car off a cliff. Yeah. What the fuck, man? It's like, Jesus. Yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah. So, as you have with the uh, summer cabin flicks, you have the part where usually it's most of the chicks that are taking their clothes off and jumping in the water, but because it's dude bros and that's all it is, then we get dude bros fucking jumping in the water. But they did not take their clothes off. No, that's true. That's true. It was a complete opposite. It yeah. wasn't chicks taking their clothes off, jumping in the water. It was dude bros leaving their clothes on, jumping in the water. It was doing a turtleneck sweater in the fucking water. <laughs> turtleneck and flannel. And a turtleneck <laughs> and flannel. Two, two mainly really important characters that we find out later on. Turtleneck bro and flannel. Flannel shirt bro. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know our names, man. Turtleneck, bro. And flannel sweater, bro. Lucky guess. Oh, yeah. man. But then... But that's where... <laughs> so, one of the main characters... <laughs> um, gets killed and thrown in the, the lake or whatever it is. And that this is another part where the movie goes in a weird fucking direction because we follow it's only his top half because he's been murdered and it starts sinking. You think okay he's he's sinking into the bottom, and then we're we're introduced to this miniature where the town was before they got flooded, and he fucking opens up a that falls into through a ceiling in a church, and then all these dead bodies start coming up through the ceiling and floating up to the t- <laughs> from the flooded. Town? Yeah. I swear that shit was shot in an aquarium. Yeah, yeah, seriously. You can tell it's obviously miniatures, and then these little miniatures, and then, yeah. God damn it. Wow. Because I remember when that camera kept following him as he's he's sinking, I was like, okay. He kept going and going and going. And they had almost like a Hollywood sign of the town Mm -hmm. that got flooded. Because that's what, you know, small towns do. They've got a big sign that tells everybody what it is in Hollywood, like a Hollywood Totally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, oh, man. That, that, that <laughs> body scene was ridiculous. I had no idea that was the thing that was going to happen. 
And then they all run back, you know, because that freaked him out. So they all run back to the cabin. It's like, well, I mean, I, I thought it was kind of like a Just Desserts scene, almost. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, fuck, you, know. you kill all these fuckers. <laughs> and what, what's his nuts? Turbo. There was foreshadowing earlier that he doesn't like little dogs. And then, and then it oh, comes. God. God damn and it. then it comes to. He's <laughs> like, I've got a hairy little tiny dog dick. Yes. <laughs> hairy baby dog dick. Hairy. That's his biggest fear. Oh. And I will say this, this is the first time watching a movie. I've, I've watched a fuck ton of movies where there is um, a fuck ton of shots of dog dicks <laughs> just to emphasize his nightmare. I mean, going on for what, like a fucking minute or so. It was so many dog dicks. <laughs> just dog dicks. So many dog dicks. And you're just like, hey. We get the point. Stop it. But they had to stress, like, just in case you're not sure what a little hairy dog dick looks like, we've taken a fuck ton of photos, and we're going to plaster them right now to make sure it's burned in your fucking brain. Well, they went to Getty Images and just oh. found all the nasty ones. Yeah, pretty God much. damn. And then he ends up blowing his brains out. Yeah. And then he's um, <laughs> surrounded by a bunch of small, hairy dogs with their hairy dog dicks. And can't take the intense pressure of that many hairy dicks around him and fucking blows his brains out. But what did he say before? He was like, oh, you're so cute. But you're, you're actually so cute. Bam. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, at least uh, Motherface didn't get him. True. True. Yeah. You know? But he, his hairy dog did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. <laughs> and meanwhile, now, we had one of... Was it the, the, the guy who was trying to stay a virgin... And his girlfriend kept showing, like, she showed up. Oh, yeah. She showed mm. up because she, she knew they were going to be out of beer. Right. She showed up with the beer, saved the day. Someone got across the water and everything with the beer. Yeah. Just, <laughs> well, you're you know. thinking way too much. Uh, dude, I am. I am totally. She shows up and they're, they're like, ooh, a fucking girl. Get the fuck out of here. It's bro weekend. What, he's, what did the one dude say? He was like, girls need to go outside where there's room. Yeah. No, she's she's yours. You got to go out there with her, man. And There's like, a tent in the shed. Yeah. <laughs> and they completely ignore the dead body that's in the shed. By the way, you got to. That is true. I thought that was gonna be acknowledged, but nope. they just don't nope. really give a fuck about. Well, that. she has a one track mind. She's trying to get that, which is hilarious because normally it's the dude frat bros that have the one track mind. Yeah, but she's the one that wants to like take his virginity. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're, you have such a strong future. And, you know, let's just like it's like the complete opposite. Like, come on, baby. And boy, does she? He's like, they get that tent set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's uh. And he gets his own tent set up. He, so. He's uh, yeah, he he's railing <laughs> her from behind, and but then there's a samurai sword, and it just ends poorly for him. <laughs> yes, it does. And she falls asleep. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, like a dude. Would. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but remember, Motherface sticks him with a samurai sword, and then pulls out and says. Should have pulled out right oh, after she God, pulls yeah. the samurai sword oh, out. Yeah, after he's did. fucking that chick. Yeah, oh. she did. Yeah, but, yeah, because you happened. gotta have that. That yeah. scene sets up the greatest kill of the entire movie. Yes, it does. The final, actual, well, second final, sec, second to last final bro scene. <laughs> where... See, this is where there's a little bit of debate because they're almost back to back on my two favorite oh, kills. I'm talking about Sizzler. Sizzler, who is the. Right, he's vegan. Oh, yeah. Sizzler. Sizzler, who is, uh, what's the, he's a pledge. <laughs> so, through the entire movie, the, the Dubros have just been fucking with him, making him do a bunch of absurd shit, dress, wedding dress, shit like that. Well, Sizzler gets back, 
fucking runs into a fucking mother face, it's known that he is a uh, vegetarian. Vegetarian. He's a vegetarian. Yeah. So her mean. first thing is to fucking cut his fucking stomach open and start making him eat his own fucking intestines because that's his worst fear. Meat. <laughs> no meat. No meat. And then holy shit, I fucking love this goddamn scene. Yeah. Takes his intestines, throws them in the toilet. Flushes the fucking toilet, and you just see his intestines get pulled the fuck out through the <laughs> yes. toilet. Oh, it's so like, good. How have I not seen that in another fucking horror movie? It's so, it's so good. And then, not only that, you've got, like, a little fucking puppet bunny that had eat, eaten his veggies. That's right. Just sitting in the corner watching this happen. <laughs> like, then, a little puppet rabbit. Then, I will it. say, we do get... I was like, that. that's probably a top it off. Mm. But this movie said... No motherfucker, there's there's one more. What do y'all fucking do? No, shit? so like, like the la the the bro- the twin brother and the girl are like the last two left, and she was like, no, there's a third, and apparently she's already pregnant from the sex that happened two hours. She's ago. already way pregnant. <laughs> yeah, like they don't, like biology <laughs> doesn't make any sense here. <laughs> and like he goes down to his knees and looks at her belly and sees an image of the actual Todd, who's the who's the frat guy show up on her stomach, and then all of a sudden, Motherface stabs her through the back, through her stomach, and a baby. Through the baby. A penis comes out. Oh, my God. <laughs> hanging on the fucking spear, or whatever the fuck she used. And then she commences to rip up her body and cut her in half. half. With his oh. fucking fetus hanging God on. Oh, my it. God. I know. It's so, so bad. Beautiful. It's so yeah, bad. Yeah, that was... Oh, like, God. I always, I always talk about a Game of Thrones. We had to watch scene. that twice. Yeah, we oh, yeah. watch it twice. I was talking about Game of Thrones, uh, that that one Red she, Wedding, man. Yeah, yeah, where she gets stabbed in the baby. Yeah. But this movie, literally, she is stabbed in the baby. Like, yeah, yeah. And that might have been before the. Oh, I don't know. It's 2015, but whatever. Are you yeah. saying that there's the possibility <laughs> that Game of Thrones, <laughs> Game of Thrones got this? Saw this movie, said, you know what? Let's have her get stabbed by the in the baby. All right, let's have that happen. Stabbed in the baby. Stabbed we, in the baby. I think we're. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the executives and the producers were like, I don't think Dude Bro Party Massacre They're not even is going to sue us. Yeah. yeah no. I mean, we're HBO. The, I mean, we've got real lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> so, after that, you pretty much get, like, a final run scene where you face Mother Face and, like, he... Abs- oh, no, you get the, 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 the dude in the wheelchair shows back up and he had been, like, mastering all the animals through his few hours or whatever yeah, he, he's gonna whip. save the day because he's got a fucking wolf and a bear, bear and like an eagle he's like he's on a fucking bald eagle obvious cheap ass <laughs> fucking whatever like i'm pretty sure that's a dude in a bear outfit oh yeah he's it on definitely all fours. and it he's wasn't even all, a good one yeah he's on all fours so he looks sort of like a bear <laughs> not like a ferocious bear but like a bigger teddy bear yeah, yeah. but yeah. you think the dude in the wheelchair is gonna save the fucking day Except Motherface just throws a hatchet right because he's in the he's in a wheelchair. He can't really dodge that shit. Fucking right into the fucking forehead, and he's done in like two seconds. Like by the time he's finished bragging about how he's united with nature and controls, like by the time he's literally finished with that dialogue, he, the hatchet's in the head. He's already fucking dead. My and, favorite, my favorite part of that that sequence is when he's face to face with Motherface, and he's like, "I figured it out." You're Ronald Reagan. <laughs> and he goes through this whole convoluted like Scooby Doo, like it's so ridiculous because it makes it so beautiful. Because when he was in the attic, 
all the newspaper clippings were right there on the wall explaining everything. Everything, yeah, literally tell you who it is. Killed slash her daughter had a twin sister. Yeah. It's and right fucking there. Twin sister loved her daughter, her, her sister so much. She would do anything. Like, literally there's clues everywhere that tell yeah. you who the killer is. But he's like, no, it's but, Ronald Reagan. But I'll give you this. <laughs> but in the same instance, they also, every scene in the frat house and in the cabin, and when they're doing the cleanup, they make sure there is a painting of Ronald Reagan. So your character's like, aha, see, I picked up on it. There's Ronald Reagan everywhere. Yeah, like, they did make a point to hang a picture of Ronald Reagan. Literally, <laughs> just to emphasize how proud. 80s it is and to God give you damn that. right. Yeah. So, yeah, after that, he sees the ghosts, a la Star Wars style, mm -hmm. of all the fucking dead dude bros. And they all, including his twin brother, enter his body... <laughs> <laughs> and he hulks the fuck out. Super bro. Yeah, literally He's like a super bro. Ten just go in there, and then he like shirts getting ripped. He's like, bro. He hulks out. He hulks out. Yeah, the super. It's he, with all the bro power. He straight up hulks out and beats <laughs> Motherface to death. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Bounds her fucking head into the ground repeatedly. Yeah, it it's so not cool. even like it's like right now we're we're at the no, same he level. Just hulks he just beats them. Fuck out of her. Oh. Like, you hear the crunching as he's, like, <laughs> smashing her head in. Like <laughs> He, like, double fists it. He fucking just keeps pounding it. It was so awesome. That was beautiful. That was a great, that was a great death scene. Oh, I dude. love that one so much. This movie hilarious. is so ridiculous. Like, it just takes everything to, to such a crazy, unexpected level. And there's so much dialogue that we have not brought up. Because you need to random, watch it. You literally have to watch because there's so many lines that you almost... Yeah, it's you have to repeat watch it to pick up on everything. Yeah. Now I swear the guy, I, I swear the super bro was played by a dude who I recognize from like some YouTube. He had the, the, there's two there's a brothers that have a YouTube channel and they do workout stuff. It's all it's all workout. So like yeah, they'll do like Hans and Franz. <laughs> Hans and Franz. Now it's the time um, when we kill by the face. We are here to pump. <laughs> you are. I forget that. I forget. I think it's like. I don't know, bearded guys point, or something. Look, and anyway, it's crazy. Hurricanes kings in this shit, yeah, no right? Shit. I, it wouldn't shock me at all if they reached out to some other like semi. He dudes jacked and like their videos that they'll do like they'll do workouts of like other stars, like you know Ryan Reynolds Deadpool workout or like Henry Cavill's you know Superman workout, shit like that. And that's what they'll they'll do the workout and show you the workout, and then you and, and if you want you can go do it, that kind of thing. They go through the all workout right. to see if it's actually a good workout or not. But I swear to God, one of those dudes was the Super Bro. Like, I just saw his face, I'm like, I know that fucking face! That's Super Bro! You needed, Super Bro! You needed to find that shit out. Yeah, man. So, Motherface is obviously taken care of. Oh my god, Destroyed. Yeah. Oh, she's done. So, and then you're like, well, uh, do we have any any plot B that we should get back to? Of course we do. So we get back to the police station with the Virgin and his, um, well... Well, 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 we gotta <laughs> hold on, because at some point... She takes pity on him and fucks his brains out so that the freaking, like, the satanic ritual won't we'll be work. Able to kill him, yeah, because yeah. he's not a virgin anymore. Yep. So he gets back to the police station, and he's professing his love to her, and... Patton Oswalt. I don't know. Chief uh, character, he's in trouble, man. He's He's got a phone call but, from the but, boss, right? But be was was mm -hmm. that before or after she explains her true identity? That was during, because it... They showed them talking, and then there's the window in between them, okay. and that shows Patton Oswalt getting the phone call from the boss and then exploding. Yeah, literally in the background, you just see Patton Oswalt just fucking explode. You're like, yep, Damn. why not? Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. 
And then she reveals that she is really a bag of oranges. Hey, and hey. then he has to touch her nose. The boop. The boop. And then she turns it. What's great, though, is almost like a usual suspect's <coughs> flashback. All the scenes with her from earlier <laughs> is now just a giant <laughs> bag of oranges. Including, including him fucking her, which is <laughs> this dude just fucking a bag of fucking oranges. I love that the bag of oranges was driving the car. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm yeah. Just, he was doing the driving. Yeah. <laughs> It was so, oh, god damn it. God it's damn so man. stupid. And, of course, by her revealing that and him booping her and her falling into a pile of oranges, he saves the town because it rains oranges. It rains oranges. And that's the end. And that's the end. That, that's, that's the end. end. That's the end. With like, a little, little, you get credits and you get a little side quick shot of uh, Ripstick. Oh, yeah, on the roof. On the roof. Hoping his friends will come f- get him. Yeah. Because he's just been chilling on the roof the whole time. Yeah. I think he starts singing a song as it's raining oranges on him. He's got the keyboard. So, yep, he's, he's got the keyboard. He's just singing. That makes sense. With oranges just falling around him because it's raining oranges now. And end of the movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one was... Uh... I'm so glad I own this movie. Yeah. I am so happy I own this like movie. Like I said, I feel like this is definitely a, like... Repeat viewing, if anything, just for some of the lines that, mm. like, you kind of miss laughing at other stuff. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I'm buying this shit. <laughs> it's, a, it's fucking awesome. Like, oh it's man, so stupid. It's so good. Oh, I love it, it so much. <laughs> I do. Just right. for the death scenes alone, like oh and, yeah. And I remember when Lowdown sent me the set us trailers. The trailer, I was like, this could potentially have some really awesome. And nope, yeah, that yeah, it it satisfied. So you're welcome. Yes. All right. Well, so well played, <clears throat> so if you're gonna put this movie with another movie as a double feature, what would it be? Ooh. I'll throw this out here because it's it's it is also kind of a parody, but it's not the best, but it has kind of jumps over some of the same beats of making fun of slasher movies from the 80s. Okay. Um, and actually, I think, came out in the 80s, um, Student Bodies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, where literally, as you're, you're seeing someone like, hey, where's this? And their number pops up, you know, they're about to fucking die, and kind of picks on the, makes fun of the... Yeah. This, I feel like that would kind of be a good pairing with this. This so. is definitely from that old stuff like that or Kentucky Fried Movie or something like that. Yeah, I would say. Like, Those, yeah, definitely paved the way for something like this to happen. This was just so ridiculous and yeah. over, 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 over and the would, top. And I kind of put this, and I know we actually just talked about, we've talked about this in one of the other episodes, but I put it almost kind of also with like, like a Turbo Kid where it's filmed pretty recently, but they're making it with the vision of the 80s Oh and yeah, the intent of the '80s, kind of like Turbo Kid is, where like it's from this time, but it, they're making it well, we, but it's filmed sort of like it's in the '80s. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yep. Um, I don't know. For me, I think a pairing of this because like, a I don't know of another movie that's as insane as this. As far as I, I really don't like as far as the, no. the the level that was put into the to this to make it this fucking bonkers. Like I I can't I can't think of another one. <laughs> so for the extreme that this has. Um, I would honestly want to pair it with something that takes itself a little more seriously while still having some really, really, really awesome uh, heart, awesome comedy. I would probably go with Motel Hell. 
Oh yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Because it's got some really good comedy, but it's just a little bit more vein of seriousness, and it's it's not a slasher flick, but it's definitely like a come to my area and then you don't leave kind of thing. Yeah. So it, it it's not a slasher, so it's, you get a different genre of horror while still staying in the same vein of it's just still I'm gonna laugh at this. Fuck yeah. Does that make sense? No, you I know? get it. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. I would say um, it became yeah. so clear within the first couple scenes that it's just like, all right, these guys who made this obviously fucking love this genre. They're having so much fun with it. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, this is a like a friggin' ridiculous send up, but they're treating it right in a sense. It's great kills, like funny one liners. And the only thing that I could think of, like right off the bat, and I wrote it down immediately was black dynamite oh, because yeah. it's such <laughs> yeah. a fucking good like black exploitation spoof satire yeah. sort of thing mm-hmm. and i fucking love that movie so hard oh, it's <laughs> oh, so yeah. fucking no, yeah, good it's, it's... it still has one of my favorite lines in movie history and i can't even quote the whole thing but <laughs> it deals with the transmogrification of you know, kung fu treachery or some shit like that. That fucking line is just pure cinema gold. But I I would definitely put Black Dynamite up with this. Nice. You know the one I actually was thinking about because it has some really amazing death scenes. I don't think it had... The plot's pretty thin and everything, but um, Hatchet. Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, sure. The first one? Either one. But there's four. Well, all right, the first two, I would say, okay. where the, the plot's pretty thin. You don't really, all your real, at least for me, when I watch that movie, oh, I don't sounds... give a shit about the characters. And most of the characters you want to see killed anyway. And then pretty much it's just the death scenes. You're just waiting awesome. for the death scenes. They're exactly. Awesome. But do you care about anything besides, I don't like this person. I can't wait for them to be murdered by. Yeah. And I felt like this was kind of the same way where you're just True. like, I really don't care about this person. I just want to see how they're going to be murdered. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Hatchet has some amazing... Actually, all four of them have glorious death scenes. They're, they're, it's so fun to fucking watch. Yeah, so yeah, I feel yeah. like you could just go with... I, I've only seen the first two, so mm. I, I guess it needs to... Oh, the other two, them. we can work on There we that. go. There you go. Maybe Fuck that should yeah. be one of our uh, mm. disaster ones, because I haven't seen the other two. <laughs> the storylines just get worse, too. There you go. I uh, I don't know. Maybe that would fit on uh, on this podcast somehow. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah. Maybe. Well, I mean, you know, we're not watching movies with with super awesome storylines. I mean, yeah. You know, <laughs> this is not a cinema podcast. Yes. Right. <laughs> okay. Yep. So. <laughs> anyway, um, so. I guess we can just wrap this thing up, right? I, I mean, think so. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, we've we've yeah. gone through this movie, and uh... and I, I do I, I want to emphasize we literally explained it as it unfolded. So if you have trouble like following it, that's basically what it's gonna be like watching them. Well, and right. I don't mean, I, I mean that seriously, like because like we're watching it, like what the fuck, like because it just it it oh my I god. I think we should probably start. I was gonna say when we post a one, maybe put the trailer so maybe yeah, people yeah. can okay. get. A quick idea of How what's going on. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, all I got to say is that, you know, for every what the fuck we had, it was followed 10 seconds later by, like, gut-busting laughing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. go see Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. <laughs> there is no one or two. Yeah, but, don't look up one or two. They don't exist, all but right? The, but the montage at the beginning will give you a gist of what those could have been. That yeah. Friday 13th <laughs> recap you were waiting for. You can, um... You can find the Blu-ray, um, I believe the DVD too, I'm not 100% sure, but I know the Blu-ray is available on ScreamTeamReleasing.com. You can find it there, order it, 
they'll have it they'll have it to you in no time so that's where you can find the blu-ray at i believe you found the dvd on a different site right yeah i found it on uh what was it like five second films yeah and you got signed copies over there and i i think the blu-ray is also available on amazon anyway go see it buy it whatever you need to do just see this fucking movie yeah, you need yeah. to see this. Yes. Hey, it is so much fun. And don't let a bro see it alone. Don't let a bro see it alone. That's right. That's right. Well, I mean, we, we did it right then. We did it. We did it That's perfect. Right. <laughs> Bring a keg if you can, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, to all of our listeners, thank you so much for uh, sticking with us for a year. You know, we're in 2019 now. So keep listening, and uh, we'll probably be a little bit more prolific. This year. That's right. We got tons of new shit movies. To go oh, through. we got so many. We have a backlog of movies on, on the docket. We had a stack tonight we could have gone through. So, exactly. Yeah. 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 One of these days, what we need to do is is we need to do like a double, like a straight up just double feature, like double episode sort of thing. Let's do it. Maybe a couple guests instead of just one. <laughs> we'll better. figure it out. Yeah. But um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can check us out on GUIpodcast.com. Check out our Facebook page, Beautiful Disasters Podcast. What am I forgetting? I can't think of anything, but I'm still in a haze we, with this uh, movie. So. Through GYPodcast.com, we've got, we got um, merch. We've got uh, merch. Public. Got a Beautiful Disasters t-shirt. We'll probably have more in the future. We're setting up for new events. We'll update the uh, site once we have more showings, uh, wherever they may be. Yep, we'll figure it out. So thanks for listening. And uh, as always, this is the group. Fuck you, Hunter. Hey, I'm slow down. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, man. We'll see you next time. Later, bro. <laughs> Later, man. <laughs> <laughs>